Hi everyone, welcome back to Emphasis on the Ish. Happy July. Today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite zodiacs. And it's one of my favorite zodiacs because it's my best friend's zodiac sign. Cancer! I feel like everyone in their life has someone that's a cancer sign. Whether it's a cancer male or a cancer female or a cancer puppy, whatever. And when uneducated people or like unzodiac people, that's not a word, but I'm making it one, hear about this zodiac sign, they immediately link it to the disease cancer and think it's like the worst zodiac that you could be, but it's not. So today I'm going to educate those people and maybe you too and tell you everything I know about the cancer zodiac. Lauren, if you're listening, see if these things apply Because some of it's stuff that I already know, but then some of it's also stuff that I've researched so that I can, you know, give more facts and more information. So here we go. Also, really random, interrupting myself, but if anybody's listening, the actual day that this episode releases, which is going to be July 1st, 2023... I am currently at my family's annual 4th of July party and probably having the best time of my life. So I hope you enjoy this episode, but I also hope you get to celebrate July 4th sometime this weekend. In other exciting news, within the next couple of days, my boyfriend will be officially moved in and it's going to be our home and I'm so excited. I'm not going to sit here, however, and say that I wasn't nervous or that I'm not still a little bit nervous because I've never lived with a boyfriend before, but... He's my heart and soul, and I love him so much. So wish me luck. Wish us luck. I know it's going to be amazing. So cheers to that, and happy 4th of July. Now let's get into talking about the summer zodiac queens. To start off, the Cancer Zodiac runs from June 21st until July 2nd, so literally right in the middle of summer, which I kind of feel like is the longest running zodiac time, but I could be very wrong and they could literally all be the same. So cancers are water signs and also cardinal signs. So they're natural born leaders, but they get to that point after they have kind of followed the lead of some other people. And when they find that they have a good ground to stand on and understand what they're doing and what they're talking about, then they become those leaders. You would be really, really silly not to know that the cancer is ruled by the moon. You'd be really silly not to know because I feel like that makes so much sense. Like no other zodiac needs to be ruled by the moon, but cancer does because for them being a water sign and for them having moments of emotion, but also moments of quietness, like let's think of the ocean for a second. Okay. I'm going to make like an analogy. I think, I think that's what it's called. Sometimes the ocean is rough and crazy and like waves everywhere and high tide and you can't go in and it's like craziness, right? And then sometimes it's calm and quiet and peaceful and there's just like little baby waves or like no waves and it's still. And both of those extremes are driven by the moon. So it would make sense that a cancer zodiac inhibits the same kind of behaviors because both are ruled by the moon. Does that make sense? Like sometimes cancers are like ready to go, party animals, want to do everything. And then sometimes they're like, leave me alone. I'm going to go hide in my shell in my room and I don't want to talk to anybody for seven hours. 
Like, do you see my connection here? Okay. Anyway, I feel like the lucky color of cancer can also be tied to the moon, which if you didn't know, it's white. I didn't know that until literally right now. But it makes sense because, again, if you think of the the ocean and the waves and the water, when we have those waves, there's like a white foam that follows. And then in the moon, sometimes you can see white at certain points, even though it's more like a gray realistically, there's definitely white in there. So I could understand why that is the lucky color. Lucky numbers for cancer are two, three, 15, and 20. I don't really understand any of that, but if you're a cancer and you see that and you get it and you understand why, good for you, girl, do your thing. If you have any of those numbers in your birthday or in your license plate or in your social security number, whatever, then you're a super lucky cancer zodiac, okay? Cancer's lucky days of the week are Monday and Tuesday. And I feel like that's because those are the beginning days of the week, right? At least like the work week. And that's when I feel like the cancers would feel most productive or lucky or the best things would happen to them. So if you're a cancer and you know the vibe, look up your birthday, see if it was on a Monday or Tuesday, and begin to really appreciate those two days of the week. All right, people, let's get into the nitty gritty. I'm so excited. Okay, so we've heard about their favorite things. We've heard about their ruler, the moon. Actually, you know what? We didn't actually talk about their symbols. And I I definitely want to talk about that before I get into their strengths and weaknesses and compatibility and all that. So the symbols for cancer are a crab and a 69. I'm just giving you a second to, you know, process that. When I looked up the meaning of these symbols for the zodiac, I got a really interesting, but also like bad bitch answer. So obviously the crab is a crab. Okay. Duh. It stands for like one's protection of oneself. So like self-protection, self-care. And the 69 is also supposed to be like two crab claws kind of shielding or protecting oneself, showing strength, showing determination, But then I got this response where it said that the 69 could also represent women's breasts, which like never heard that one before, but also go feminism and go womanhood. And it said that cancer is the zodiac of the woman. So if you're a cancer female, then that means you're super strong in your womanhood and you have amazing female strength and bad bitch energy, baby. And just to add to that, I feel like that is so true of a lot of the cancers that I know. They do have this like bad bitch energy, but however, although they don't show it a lot, they kind of keep it to themselves and they tend to like hide their most amazing attributes or characteristics when you guys should be flaunting them flaunting okay flaunt your bad bitch energy vibes because you have them and they deserve to be seen okay that's all i wanted to say (laughs) so as a water sign cancer's very much motivated by their emotions and by their heart rather than their thoughts and their head or their brain cancer's Okay, they're not necessarily emotional, like they're not overly emotional like a Pisces would be, 
but they can be really moody and crabby to symbolize, you know, the crab. They can go from being, I think I said this before, but they can go from being like super excited about something to not really wanting to deal with anybody. And they go through these like mood swings, but it's not like every other minute it changes. It's like every couple of days, I feel like, where they're kind of like in a crabby little mood for a while or they're really good for a while and it just kind of switches back and forth. And I think it's important to realize that if you're going to be friends with or date specifically a female that's a cancer, you have to really understand them and take the time to know what they need and what their boundaries are because otherwise you're going to think that they're mad at you all the time when they're not. Like A, they're just being quiet. B, they just want to be alone and see maybe they had a bad day and they don't feel like talking about it. So this is something I had to learn with my best friend because sometimes I feel like she's like in a mood and it's not necessarily like a bitchy mood or she has an attitude or anything, but I just have to remind myself like it has nothing to do with me. She's not mad at me. Like we're not fighting right now. She just needs her alone time and she just wants to do her own thing. And I would say that she's definitely on her own more than she is with like a large crowd or at a party or something like that. Like, don't get me wrong. She loves to go out and she loves to have fun and do stuff with like other people. But I feel like she thrives in her alone time and her quiet time, but also needs that social stimulation. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's just finding a balance and understanding that your person that's a cancer, whether it's your girlfriend or your friend or your sister or your mom or whatever, understanding that they have a balance And sometimes it might not line up with like the things you want to do, but as your friend or as your boyfriend or whatever it is, you kind of have to understand that and respect their balance. Makes sense? Something else that I read when I was researching was that a cancer zodiac needs a partner that understands their nonverbal communication. And I feel like that is the most accurate thing I've ever read for this zodiac. Cancers communicate a lot through facial expressions, body language, and less with their actual words. So you need to be able to understand what they mean when they do certain things or if they make a certain face. And again, remember, they're not just being a bitch, okay? They're just being a little baby crab. I would say that one of the downsides to being a cancer or one of their weaknesses, I guess you could say, is their ability to put other people before themselves. And that sounds like a good thing, and it is. But I feel as though cancers tend to do this more than they prioritize themselves. So they'll do something for their family members or their friends or whatever that they wish other people would do for them or that they need to do for themselves, but they don't. And they make all these other people feel amazing and they worry what those people need a lot more than they worry about their own needs. And I feel like that's a weakness of a cancer because they need how can i say this although they are the symbol for self-care and self-protection they will still go above and beyond to protect and serve other people when it might not be serving themselves if that makes sense i feel like that sounds a little weird but it's whatever something else that i read about cancers was that because they are symbolized by the crab they come they can come off as really cold really distant really quiet and I've had so many people be like Lauren's so quiet Lauren I'm so sorry I'm like calling you out but you're you know queen cancer over here so um 
But once you get to know a cancer and get closer to them, they really do open up and they become like the light in your life. So if, if you have met a cancer recently or you know somebody who's a cancer and you're like, oh, she like really quiet. She never wants to talk to me. No, she probably does. But A, she doesn't know what to say. And B, you need to start the conversation. So go do it. All right. Lastly, I want to talk about cancer compatibility. Okay. With other zodiacs. According to my research, cancers are most compatible with a Capricorn or a Taurus. And I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know what they were most compatible with. But I feel like that's correct. I feel like a Capricorn would really be able to get along with anyone. But with a Cancer, they'd be able to help them get out of their shell, but also understand their boundaries and kind of stimulate like both sides of the coin there where they could kind of... um not like join them in their self-protection, but they'd be able to support it in a more natural way. And then I also feel like a Taurus would be a good match because who doesn't love a Taurus, first of all? Every Taurus I know I love, and I think they're wonderful. So I agree with both of those matches. I also think a Taurus would push a Cancer a little bit to get out of their shell, um, maybe a little more aggressively than a Capricorn would, but honestly, I don't know. You never know. Okay. Okay. Another match that was listed that I absolutely do not agree with at all, and it was like high, high, high on the list, was a Pisces. And I'm like, what? Pisces are so emotional, especially males. And I feel like they tend to be clingy, and we don't love that. Cancers especially would hate that. So I'm going to disagree with that one. But I agree with the other two that I said before, the Capricorn and the Taurus. Those I agree with. So Cancer Zodiac babies out there. Go look for your Capricorn and Taurus zaddies, okay? All right, guys. I feel like that's it. I really like talking about the Zodiac because, again, I know a lot of people that are Cancers, and they're all wonderful people who I love so much. And I would say that Cancers are one of the top five Zodiacs because, again, as long as you understand them, they're pretty easy to get along with. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please make sure to share with your Cancer Zodiac people, share with your friends, follow me on Spotify. We're up to 13 followers on Spotify now. Not trying to brag, not trying to brag. Or you can follow me on Instagram at emphasis on the ish. I'm recording so many Zodiac episodes and they're gonna be coming out in the Zodiac season. So even though I might record it now, June 17th, it could come out like next year or in six months. So make sure to stay tuned, pay attention, keep learning about the Zodiacs. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you next time. Bye.